so we're back with the Rantcast, Metaphysician 7. Now, the couch surfing thing. So it often becomes a a way to avoid the actual issues and the the, the at least the immediate the immediate short term and midterm uh, goals and objectives that need to be pursued in order to improve one's life, even if it's just marginally. You know what I mean? It's like Okay, I can couch surf. I got a place, quote unquote, I got a place over my head. Therefore, I'm not going to. I don't need anything else after this. I just need the the, the, the cash, pocket money, and then everything else is somewhat accounted for. And then it doesn't deal with that. Doesn't actually. That doesn't push one forward. You know what I mean? Now the other extreme is this is why I didn't really. I mean, when I needed. When I needed at least a place to lay my head, I didn't pursue couch surfing because I had already seen. Well, now that I think about it, see, this is the thing. See, it was only a, it was a six month on the street thing, quasi on the street for me. And then from there, it was six months in the rooming house. And then I bounced back because I because the rock bottom was obvious. This is what I'm saying. Me allowing this person to couch surf, basically. And and they've already told me about, you know, using. And this is the thing to attend. This is what I kept telling them: like, you got to get on into the services now. You got to go to what they have here called Y. I think I said YSB, and I never completed the sentence or the thought. YSB is the Youth Services Bureau here in the city, and it's like it's they're basically like you go in, you can have your counseling. There's like drop-ins. It's also a place where I think. Um, well, I don't think I know this. So say you are a Okay, so there's this phenomenon of if you're a teen if you're a teen in that kind of age range of you are, you know, quote unquote an adult, like eighteen ish or seventeen, eighteen ish, but you don't really have a family scenario that is working, you can and then you go and get your 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 your, your welfare check. Often Sometimes there'll be predators kind of lurking and waiting around for the teens to get their checks so that when they get out of the office, they can kind of influence them with whatever. It's like basically like a drug dealer waiting around for the person to get their check so that they can just get the, so that they can just basically go cash the check at Money Mart or whatever and then hand over the cash or so on. Various things like that. So things in that ballpark. So I think the YSB, you can go, I think it's like you can collect your check and then there's a, there's a safe system in place so that, you, you know, the predators are often fended off or whatever and so on. So this is this, and then they have the youth drop and I think they got coffee. There's another place like that too called uh, Operation Come Home. You can go have coffee and I think they might have computers or something and then you can go hang out. Um, it's open between certain hours. They got workers and so on, social workers, counselors you can deal with. So I'm telling them, look, you got to go deal with this this place. You got to come in. You got to deal with a a counselor, some kind of social worker. I even volunteered, like with the counselor that I had. I'm like, I don't know whether the hour, whether because you know some of these counselors in these these community health centers, they they only work. It's not really a full time job. They often will work more than one. Uh, health center because it's like you basically work part-time 
So I don't know if her hours are going to be tomorrow, but I'll go try and see if there's something that they can assist with. And, you know, you know, and then, but then it turned out that this person was, they were already coming to town to look for a place um, to get away from the parent scenario. So basically looking for a place. And then the sad thing is to, I tried, this is the thing. It's like the rooming, those rooming houses are zero out of 10. And they often, you can, depending on how mentally strong you are, it can either turn into a straight downward spiral or, and then you end up there for, for, there's people there that have been there half a decade, six years, seven years. It's supposed to be a stop measure. It's supposed to be a place that you go, you deal with it, and then you keep moving. But, um, but, um, sorry, I just <laughs> went off in my mind because I was thinking about, I was thinking about something here, obviously, but, but, um, it's supposed to be a, a holdover thing. It's a stop measure. You go there. You're supposed to get it together. Theoretically, and many people do like you go in there, you strategize, you game plan, you take the moves you got to take and then you move on. But there's people there because the addictions and because it's too comfortable. It's like, it's cheap. You can be a fiend in peace. There's free food around, whether it's a food bank or whether it's a church. And then you never really deal with the issue. You know what I mean? You get, yet next thing you know, seven years. I've been doing, I did a some quasi, I think I've spoken about this, a quasi community-ish profile on this neighborhood. And I went up in the rooming house. And then when I was walking around the neighborhood, there's people that have been there, the same people. It's the same faces. You know what I mean? And this is why it's, and, but the sad thing is, and then, you know, you're advising because there's nothing else that will allow you to just roll up in there, drop the cash, sleep, and move on with life. Then what happens? You have to, like, I end up advising this place because you're not going to get on in the public housing because the public housing has what? A four-year waiting list or five years. Depending, you can probably jump ahead based on whether you have kids or not um and this is another way that people i don't, I don't want to go i don't want to go in that direction this particular episode i'm not going to talk about that now but so this person could well okay so theoretically they can get into the rooming house and be there for a number of months before they find it before they save money i was telling them like transfer transfer your minimum wage job because it's the kind of place where you can probably transfer to a different location, transfer here, and then save the money while you live in this place, basically for no real. And this is the other thing. Sorry. Okay, so you can live here for no real. The expenses are pretty low. Save up and then bounce. Now, this is the thing. Why do people? Ha- this is when I've been talking about the car thing. It's like, why do you? Yes, we live in a in a Western nation where cars are often valued, and yes, in the world we like cars. But if you're 18 and you're trying to save money, like why the hell do you have a car? You know what I mean? It's the stupidest expense to me, the way I see it. Anyway, like that car would be the thing that would almost have make you have more money. I'm sorry, the lack of that car, no gas, no insurance, none of that shit. You just save your dough and keep it moving. And you're living in a central location, so why do you need, you're not, what are you, where are you going? 
You know what I mean? But then again, they live out of town. So anyway, um, so this is so my little advice and counsel was just more or less like you know. And then there was like I had to you know reassure them that they have value, that somebody will miss them, that I will miss them, that you know the the people that are that are taking shots at them and their appearance and so on it's just, these people have their own issues as well and then I had to become basically a comedian and kind of get into stories about my life in order to you know um, to, to personalize it so it wasn't just a and maybe this is where see I started off this the, the, the rant before talking about in the list of skills that I'm that I'm that I'm studying for and so on and trying to get in certifications is like su- the suicide prevention or crisis prevention thing is is key because if this is going to be happening more if this is if this sort of thing is something that like that um that if, if these are situations that I find myself in it's like a counseling kind of a role I gotta have the actual tactile skills to, to not tactile, but I need the actual, whether it's the hard or the soft skills, however you wanna phrase it, I need that in order to really effectively deal with these scenarios. Cause now I don't know. I contacted them, there's no response. All right, so this is, you're, you guys are hearing this recording uninterrupted, but I actually stopped at the tape, so to speak, and made a call. There was no answer, but it's also 7.30 in the morning. And not everybody gets up at 5 and 4 and 6. So I have to wait and see if... Um, because they also had to work. They had to work and then they, I guess they have school as well. So we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I guess I don't know why I'm even... This is like a brain dump to sort of... I don't know why I'm recording all this shit right now, to be honest. Anyway... Uh, hope you have a good day. I'll hop back in with another topic at some point. Um, sorry if this is a downer kind of a scenario. <laughs> I mean, this is the, this is a this is a, a podcast slash rantcast slash it's like an audio vlog, so to speak. It's like an audio blog. It's like I'm basically, you know, doing day to day recordings just to tell you all the things that are happening but um okay let's see if we can we can discuss okay so there's a okay so if you're in ottawa and you have kids and you're listening to this there's a service that i just learned about it's called taze and it's an acronym we're gonna i was googling it because the person was telling me about taze so they're like yeah because they have to come to town not just to um, search for housing, but also to deal with this service that that's in town. Uh, it's a mental health service. It's not. It's like it's it's interesting. Let me read it here. No, uh, I type in listen. I type in Tay's a little Tay comes up. And oh boy, all right. I think this is it here. Now, youth, many mental illnesses can first develop at a young age. These can manifest with similar symptoms as seen in adults. 
such as depression and anxiety, as well as symptoms more commonly associated with use, such as long-term difficulty with attention, hyperactivity, control, and impulses. Uh, it's called like transitional age youth services or something. Um, transitional, transitional age. Here we go. Transitional aged youth, TAY. For concurrent disorders, youth aged 16 to 25 with concurrent disorders involving significant and severe mental health and addictions, substance use issues. These issues result in clinical impairments, example, health problems, disability, and or functional impairment, example, interferes with school, employment, personal safety, housing. And that's at the Royal 2121 Carling. So that's a, that's actually a good service. Um. There's a PDF here. Our services. The taste service is an outpatient. Let me say this to iBooks. I know that seems like an unimportant detail for to be recording here, but I'm doing it anyway. Uh, here we go. Transitional aged youth service for concurrent disorders info sheet the royal substance use and concurrent disorders program our services sorry that wasn't there was no other sentence there there's no other words there our services the title the taste service is an outpatient community-based clinic that provides multidisciplinary recovery focused care to youth with concurrent substance use and mental health disorders Services may include diagnostic assessment, case management, individual group therapy, and access to medical, psychological, and psychiatric care. Examples of recovery-focused goals include increasing knowledge about concurrent disorders, taking a harm reduction approach to substance use, receiving help for mental health problems, or learning more adaptive ways of coping. Services can be provided for two or three years depending on the needs of the youth. Who can I refer? Youth, 16 to 25 years, with concurrent disorders involving significant and severe mental health and substance use issues. These issues result in clinical impairment, example, health problems, disability, and or functional impairment which substantially interfere with or limit one or more major life activities. Example, school, employment, personal safety, housing. How can I refer? Then there's the contact info. Oh, youth, youth may self-refer. Are there exclusions criteria? This program is available only to residents of Ontario with a valid OHIP card. What connections to community services are available? Taste Service has established partnerships with many... Oh boy. With many... Uh, okay. With many community-based mental health and addiction agencies within Ottawa and the surrounding area. Where are you located, Carlin? With Shopping Centre... Oh, so I said the Royal, oh, so there's a map here. There's a map of the Carlingwood Shopping Center Mall, and they're in the back of that on the second floor. Uh, the best entrance is through door four at the back of the mall. When you enter, this is, oh, okay, so uh, Carlingwood Shopping Center, that's located on Carling. It's basically like, you know where you, 
so you, if you guys hop on, uh, many lo- non-locals listening to this, you go down Carling past, um, it's like on your way to Lincoln Fields. You keep driving down Carling on the right. It's deep in the West End-ish. You're going to see Carlingwood Shopping Center. Um, the best entrance is through the door four at the back of the mall. When you enter, you will see a barbershop on the right-hand side across from Ronaldo's Hair Station and the entrance to the YMCA. Besides, the barbershop is a door with a sign above saying office level. We are up the stairs on the right-hand side, and the sign says Royal Ottawa Healthcare Group. There is an elevator on the ground level just past the entrance to the YMCA on the left-hand side. Note, this is not a crisis service. If someone is in crisis and requires urgent services, please contact the mental health crisis line at 613-722-6914. I'm going to airdrop that and then put that in the link description of this show. Now, let's read... Let's see what else is going on here. Let's read um, C Canadian. What is it? Canadian Mental Health. Okay, the Center for Addiction and Mental Health. .ca. Sorry for the static. I can hear the static. Here, crisis resources. Finding help, distress lines. This is more about Toronto. I'm going to find the one for Ottawa. It's located down the street. So there's a, I've done, I've done a little, little profile thing on this before. So down the street in um, the Bank Street Professional Center, there are services. It's the Canadian Mental Health Association, I think is what it is. And I'm now on the site. Um, give me one second here. Canadian Mental Health Association. Training. CMHA Ottawa ref- offers training programs for professionals, employers, educational institutions, and the general public who work with or care for persons living with a mental illness. Click here for to view event bright listings, so on and so forth. Okay, course descriptions and dates. For course descriptions, dates, and registration details, follow the links below. Assist, assist tune-up, integrated treatment for concurrent disorders. This is I'm just reading the list. Intensive case management training, living life to the full, motivational interviewing, myths and realities, hmm, myths and realities of mental illness, safe talk. Suicide to hope. Okay, let's see safe talk. Suicide awareness for everyone. Well, that's what safe stands for. Uh, Safe Talk is a workshop for the community that prepares participants to identify and engage people with thoughts of suicide and connect them with further help and care. It's three and a half hours. Become an alert helper. Learn four basic steps to recognize persons with thoughts of suicide and connect them with suicide help and resources. Why come to Safe Talk? Most people with thoughts of suicide invite help. Often these opportunities are missed, dismissed or avoided. Leaving people more alone and at greater risk. Safe Talk training prepares you to help by using talk. Tell, ask, listen, and keep safe to identify and engage people with thoughts of suicide and to connect them with further health care. Half-day workshop. They need a minimum of 15, a max of 30, $60, 1355 Bank Street, Suite 402. It's the fourth floor. 
Mm, what else is here? Motivational interviewing. Introductory and more advanced interactive workshops teaching the principles, skills, and methods of motivational interviewing to help individuals move towards positive changes. Develop the, the spirit and practice of MI. Hmm. And there's different, so there's a, okay, so I missed the May 4th one. June 1st is the next one. No, no, session two. So they have multiple, two sessions over the year, and I missed, I missed all of the first session one, and to do session two, you need session one. All right, well, what's this? Suicide to Hope. It's a one-day workshop targeted to practitioners. Okay. Uh, who work with individuals who have previously been at risk and are currently safe from suicide. Uh, the goal, to apply recovery and growth approach for persons previously at risk of and currently safe from suicide. Describe how suicide experiences provide an op opportunity for recovery and growth work. Recognize how their helper qualities might impact recovery and growth work. Understand the schematic of co common issues and related recovery and growth opportunities. Apply a model for setting recovery and growth goals, as well as a framework for monitoring and coordinating recovery and growth work. Suicide to Hope participants reflect upon their qualities as helpers, the beliefs, values, and attitudes they bring to the relationship. <sighs> Understanding the unspoken pain. An awareness workshop and provide initial assistance to survivors of war trauma. That's not specific to what, what I'm trying to look for here. All right, so we can see Safe Talk, motivational interviewing. So, um, so Safe Talk, I'm gonna, gonna deal with this here. But first of all, I gotta find out what's going on here with this, with this person. I mean, I just called. No response. Text. No response. Fuck. Anyway, I'll pick another rant. Is gonna be coming. Um, thanks for listening. Peace.